Okay, we are on uh, Yud Aleph, Amad Aleph, and we are, I don't know how many lines we are. We are they're literally almost in the middle, in the middle of the whole daf, is the word massive, it's like the middle word in the middle line, almost the middle line. I guess it's, if you're from the bottom Mishnah, you're counting up, you're one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, twelve, thirteen lines up from the bottom Mishnah. First word on the, on the line is, Eni Yechalolimchos. Right, and now we're at the word mesif. Right, so the Gemara had just said um, um, that when when uh, a katan or katana is is uh, converted while they're a child, then when they're older, they're allowed to refuse. So they can say, "I don't want to do this anymore." And they tried to bring our our Mishnah as um, you know as a proof that that's not true. And we said, you know, because if they can get it, if when they get old, they can they can change their mind. So how do you give them a ksuba? They they're, they're gonna then use it when they're not Jewish anymore. And we said, no. Once a person uh, becomes older and they have that moment, you know, uh, they only give it to them when they're older, right? And once they have that that you know moment, they're already a gadol and they have not yet refused. They can't refuse any longer. And we said they, 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 you give them a little bit of time to like decide to do something Jewish, not do something Jewish, and they they finally decide I'm not I'm I'm not going to do it. I don't want to be Jewish anymore. So then they're able to uh, to go back. But once they've already started living a Jewish life, once they're a gadol, so then at that point uh, they can't refuse anymore. Okay, so it says the Gemara's follows. Masev Rava, so Rava comes with an attack. So there are certain young women about whom there is a knas, right? Someone who does some of them has to pay a fine, right? For example, So a person who has Tashmish with a woman who is a mamzer, a mamzer, a nesina, a kusis, a giyores, vala shvuya, vala shivcha, shiniftu, shinis gairu, vishinis tachavru, vichusas mibinosh shalosham yomechad, yeshlehen knas. So all these people, they have a knas, if, again, if the man, if a man would be ma'anisem, if a man would rape them, so then he has to pay. Presumably the, presumably the assumption is that some of these women are mamzeres, etc. Like you, you might have thought that you know, the knas would not apply to them. But the, the answer is that all of them, even though you know, certain people they're not allowed to marry, etc., nevertheless, they could marry somebody. And now because the, the, the knas typically comes because now she's no longer a basula, right? Because, because of this act. And so he has to pay chamishim kesef um, to the father, typically. How old is this girl? Uh, so, we, so it's a good question. So we said naros sounds like she's a nara. She's like 12. Right, she's twelve between twelve and twelve and a half. Yeah, um, that's typically the case, right? So we'll, we'll have to see, right? Right, 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 correct. Right, so that's the key confusion about the language of not elon elonaros. Right, right, exactly, correct. Yes, correct. But nevertheless, right, the, probably the example is that they're less than three. Good. So the Gemara says like this, and this, you know, so, so it says Gemara. But if the rule is that once they get older. Um, just, just look. Uh, just look at Rashi for one second. This will help us a little bit. Sheishlan Kanas, right, right across the way. A few lines up, right across the way. Sheishlan Kanas Nun Kasef Imyansu. Right, you pay the fifty, the fifty Kasef if they, uh, if, if they raped. Habala Mamzeres. Why you making mention Mamzeres? Says Rashi. Vaafgav the Lokrina be Velosi Eliisha. Shari any any Ruula Kaima. The rule generally is that the the man who, if a man rapes a woman. She doesn't have to stay married to him, but the halacha is te- technically that she, he, if she, if she wants it, he has to stay married to her, right? What was the idea there? The idea there is not to cause her psychological harm for the rest of her life. The idea is that um, you know, in those days, a woman, 
um, you know, needed a husband to, to take care of her. So if he was Ma'anis her, now she's going to be, you know, in a certain sense, you know, less desirable to another man and maybe wouldn't be able to get married. So therefore, the, the, the Torah says he has to stay married to her. He's required to basically take care of her forever. Um, but, but by Mamzeres, he can't. And by Mamzeres, he's, he's forbidden to marry her. Mamzeres can only marry Mamzer. So you might have thought, well, he can't stay with her anyways. Right? right? Nevertheless, so the important that all these situations, situations where the man who was ma'anis her otherwise wouldn't be able to stay with her, nevertheless, he has to pay the kanas. That's the point. Even for Mamzeres. Even for Mamzeres, who otherwise he can't be married to. Right. right. It's fine. So, so, so let's go to the Gemara's question now. So Gemara says, but wait a second. But if you tell me now that the halacha is that once someone gets older, right, one of the examples was someone who became a ger. Right? So, and if you're telling them when they get older, they're let when they're a child, that she's allowed to uh, change her mind. And then when she becomes not Jewish, she's going to be able to use that knas, you know, for whatever she wants. And when she's not Jewish, you know, she's, uh, you know, it doesn't make sense to have to pay her the knas anymore. So, Mar says, No, you'll pay it to her when she gets older. Same question we asked before. What do you mean? When she gets older, she can also change her mind. And, uh, and, and uh, the de- or, or, sorry, the point is, the Gemara's first response is, we'll only pay it to her when she's a good Zola. Right? You only pay it to her then. The Gemara says, yeah, when she, that's when she's, that, that's the time when she can change her mind, when she becomes a Gedola. And then the Gemara came and she, Same thing we said before. No, when she becomes a Gedola, at that moment she has that choice. So we wait. Presumably we wait to see if she makes the decision or not. If she decides that she's going to uh, uh, stay Jewish, so then we pay, then we pay her the Knaz. Fine. So if she says not, she's not going to be Jewish, then that doesn't owe her any money. Uh, it sounds like that. It sounds like that. That sounds like the, that's the response, right? We said, how can I pay it to her now if she's going to then use it when she's, you know, she could end up holding that money and use it when she's not Jewish anymore, which sounds like this thing that, that makes no sense, right? If, she, if he was Ma'anis, a non-Jewish woman, let's say, first, if it isn't the pair of the So the response is, no, we only pay it to her when she's a what do you mean? She can still change her mind then. The answer is, once she has that time and she doesn't do so, then she's not going to change her mind again. Presumably being, we wait, you, you wait to see if she's not going to change her mind, if she can change her mind or not. Well, she's 17 like, and she changes her mind. Then. Yeah. But she can't. She can't wait until she's 17. She's, once she's 12, she then, has that moment. To, 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 and, you know, then that's over. and then once she, changes, she says, no, 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 I'll stay Jewish. Okay, good. So now we, now we pay her the money and she can keep going. Yeah. Sounds like it. Okay. Um, okay. So, but now the Gemara says, it's by the way, right? So we had these back and forth with the Bayan Rava, right? So, um, um, to make clear what you should Abaya had said, the Giyaris, etc., right? Um, Ksubasa Masayim, right? He was one who had said, the, the, the Abaya had said that all these people, the, Ksu, the Shuya, the Shifcha, etc., they all held the Ksuba is um, Masayim, right? He was one who said that. Um, and Rava was the one who sort of, who, who was attacking on that point. So um, the Gemara just says, by the way, let me just explain to what everyone's holding here. Abai lo amar kerava, right? Abai doesn't hold like kerava. Why? Hasam kanasa hanutamish lo yechote niskar, right? Meaning Abai doesn't hold. Look at Rashi. Rashi is Abai lo amar kerava. The Moshev miknasa, right? Abai had attacked Rava, right? Um, sorry, Abai doesn't hold like Rava. Rava who had attacked from the case of Knas, right? So Abai doesn't hold like him. Why? That's not a kasha. The kasha from Kanas is not a kasha. Why? The time of the Kanasa, Shlei Chote Niskar, Lehi Pater. Meaning, Abai is going to say, 
don't ask me a question about knas. Knas isn't to pay the girl or pay the, pay the father. That's not the goal of the knas. The goal of the knas is what? That the perpetrator should get punished. Right? That's the goal. So the fact that she ends up changing her mind, you know, right now she's whatever age she is, very young, and then he has to pay her off when she's 12 years old, that's not, that's not, a, that's not a problem for him, right? Because the, the, or, she'll, or maybe she'll change her mind, etc. Who cares if she changes her mind? That's not the goal. The goal isn't that she accepts the money as a Jew. The goal is that he shouldn't get away with it, having think, think that, he didn't, that he doesn't have to pay, right? So Abayi would, wouldn't be bothered by Rabba's point because the, the whole point of the kanas is for him, not for her. So it doesn't bother him. And now continue. Rav Lomar Kabaye. It says the Gemara. Rav Lomar Kabaye. Ksuba Hainu Taima. Shlote Kalabe Ein of Lotzia. And Rav doesn't say like Abaye. Look at Rashi. Because what did Abaye say? The Moses Miksuba. Again, Ra, uh, um, um, Abaye was the one who, who attacked from the case of Ksuba. Right? And basically. Um, and wants to argue that question. What do you mean? Give her the ksuba when she's still so young? Why does it, it not bother him? Why? What's the reason for ksuba? And we've seen it a little bit already. We're going to see it more. The whole of the ksuba is not to pay the, girl, the woman money. At the end of the day, the reason for the ksuba is not to pay it out. It's not so that at the end of the day, when they get a divorce, she gets her 200, 200 kesef. That's not the goal. The goal is that every man in all of Kalei Israel should know getting a divorce is not so simple. Getting divorced is not a quick thing. You just like, get annoyed and you just divorce your wife. No, it becomes, whoa, if I get divorced, I have to pay a lot of money. Maybe I should consider this. Maybe we should go to therapy. Maybe we should, right? The whole point is that it should, it should be a, a something that makes him think not so fast, right? So as long as she uh, hasn't yet changed her mind and become not Jewish, she's still Jewish. In which case, the takana applies to her. We treat her with respect. We don't have this uh, you know, quick, quick release on, uh, on divorce. The point is being that Gavar is just pointing out is that either, ka- you know, either kasha isn't such a great kasha if you recognize what the goal is of that, of that penalty, right? whatever you want to call it. Um, and, and if the goal is to, to maintain the relationship in general, and it's not about actually what happens when she gets paid, or the goal is to make the guy realize that he shouldn't, that he shouldn't get off the hook if he's an a woman. So again, it doesn't matter that when she gets older, she won't get, she won't get the money. That doesn't really, doesn't really bother us. Fine. Okay. Um, okay, so now the Mishnah goes to a new case. It says in the Mishnah as follows. Hagadol Shaba'ala Katana. Okay, so you have a, a Gadol, and he's more than 13, and he has Tashish with a, with a woman who is a, a girl who is a Katana. Okay, the Katan Shaba'ala Gadola. And each one of these are important because of, again, the status change. This, this one, for one of them, the status is the same, right? The Katan Shaba'ala Gadola, or a Katan who has Tashish with a Gadola. Why is that going to matter? If she's a gadola, it's about her status as a basula. Why do we care that he's a katan? Because if he's a katan and his tashmish is not considered tashmish, so then maybe she's not considered, you know, uh, the, 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 what, the, the ramifications of that tashmish, that she's no longer a basula, maybe doesn't apply. Um, mukas eights. Mukas eights is going to be the, 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 the language that's used for any woman who loses her basula through like an accident. She falls somewhere and, and, uh, and uh, she has some, something happens other than tashmish. That, that, that makes her basulim um, ruptured and go away. What's mukas? Uh, it literally means hit, by, uh, injured by. Injured. It literally means hindered by a tree. Okay. Right? So like, you know, um, but all these cases are, your Rashi says, look at Rashi. Well, let's look at Rashi for a second anyways. Rashi says, from the beginning of the Mishnah, habalakatana, right? Pechusa mi bashal So again, here katana means less than three years old. 
right? So she's a, a gadol who has tashmish with a katana less than three years old. She ain't bias and bias. Sharei besuleha chos. We mentioned this before because her besulas besulim grow back. The katana pachos mi bentesha. He's less than nine years old. This doesn't mean eleven and a half year old, but a less than nine year old kid, right? She amru chachamim in bias or bia ubalagdola. Or so again, in that case, his bia is nothing. So maybe again, the ramifications will mean, will, won't be meaningful. And mukas eights shenitka la eights baosa makam. She falls into you know uh, a branch or something hits her in, in, in that in that place. So again, and somehow injures the basulim. So all these three three people ksubas and masayim says Rashi. What the mission says about Rashi is what ksubas and masayim. Where they get two hundred im nisu leish ach leish to get married afterwards acharichain lo avdu bekach as ksubas and don't lose their ksuba. Why im nasa stam. They just got married and they didn't. They didn't explain anything. We're going to see. We're going to see why. Well, the point is, all these people are basically treated like uh, basula, okay? And that's Dear Rebbe Meir. Rebbe Meir says that they get two hundred. Exactly, they're treated like a regular basula. So right. even though they they've had relations, or their basulum got, or her basulum got uh, got injured, nevertheless, Rebbe Meir says they're treated like. Uh, like uh, like a basula. Why? Because she she wasn't a gadola, or he wasn't a gadola, or it wasn't tashmish at all. The chachamim amrim mukas eitz ksubas amana. Chachamim say no. Mukas eitz then a ksuba is still a hundred. Why? Because because lamaisa her besulim are still not there. Besula amana grusha vechalutsa mina nisuin. What about a woman who was an amana grusha or chalutsa? Right, she husband died, she was divorced, or she became a. Uh, she had to do yib, she had to do chalitza because her husband passed away, and all these were from a case of nisuin, ksubasa mana. Even though she's a basula, right? Even though she'll say that she's a basula, right? Uh, it doesn't matter. The fact that she had nisuin, we've had this case before. We had basula mina erison, right? Uh, but this is all these cases of of women who were married already, and now their marriage ended, um, and and there was a full marriage. They had nisuin, so then even though she is technically a basula, her ksuba is. Mana. They had Tashmish or they did not? So, so, so look at Rashi. So Rashi says, mana. Why is Ksubasa Mana? She's a, she's a Basula. Shouldn't she be, uh, why, why are we only giving her a hundred? So, Imnise Sla'acher, Stam, if she gets married to someone, Stam, in Stam a case, Ksubasa Mana. We give her a hundred only. Why? Once a woman goes to the Chuppah and they, had, they have a Yichud, etc., at that point we assume she's a. She's a She's a bu'ula. Right. She assumes she's not ksuba anymore. Uh, 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 anymore. So you, yeah. yeah. The Rashi right before that, that sets it up, right? So right. Meaning Yisuin, right? Right. So let's say they, uh, you know, they went to chupa and then he died right away, right? So you really can assume they didn't have tashmish. Nevertheless, once she's considered she had Yisuin, she's in, she, she's a chazaka that she was a bu'ula. So why did you use the word basula at the beginning of that sentence? Because she's actually a basula. Physically, she's a basula. She didn't have tashmish, but she had Yisuin. So she's not. So she gets hundred. So she still gets a hundred, which is you might say, "What do you mean? I know that she's a basula." Nevertheless, since she went through the process, of, we're going to have to explain it more. Okay. Since she went through the process of nisuin, yeah. we consider her like she's a basula. She's not a basula anymore, even though, you know, yeah. physically she is. Right. The question is, why not? If she's still a basula, presumably because the status of being a nisua already changes that. So what to say? Okay. Uh, and that's continuing now in that page. Ve'ain lahen tanis basulim. And then in that case, right, the, the guy can't say, wait a second, I thought you were a basula. Right? That's not going to work anymore. Why? Because he, she was already from Yisuin in these cases. So he has to assume, um, you know, uh, that, that, she, that she only, um, she only deserves, she, she, yes, exactly. She's not a, not a basula anymore. Okay. 
Uh, next case, Vagioris. Uh, how, would he be, how would he be able to make that claim anyways if the suit was only for 100? So, so we're going to have to see as we move through the Gemara, but there's an assumption here that like, these types of cases happen stop without anyone kind of like, explaining what's happened before. All right, so she goes, she marries Stam, and, 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 and the story was that he died like under the chuppah or right after the, right after the chuppah, and the other guy says, you know, uh, um, as a, but, but, she, but she never, no one ever really explains. So in these situations, you know, there might be a misunderstanding. He assumes that she's a, a, a basula, and she says, what do you mean? Why would you assume I'm a basula? And then they get married, and he'd be like, what is it? She's not a basula, she got divorced, you know, no ksuba. And she's like, what are you talking about? I was, I was, uh, there had been Yisu in here, right? So like, basically the question becomes like, what happens when, when this machlokas happens afterwards about her status, and she never explained it. But it should be written in the Pesuba, though, that it's only a hundred, before he gets married to her. That that's true. You probably should have explained it before. Uh, that's a good point. But the, this is where Rashi points out, Stam. And we're going we're to talk about these cases of Stam. Okay. Married Stam, and, and, how that, and how that happens. These are good, these are, you guys are right on the ball. These are good, these are good, good questions. Um, okay. So it's the next case in the Mishnah. Wait, that yeah. That Rashi, Subasim was saying all the way at the end, Rashi saying, Right, exactly. Right. For some reason, he didn't explain, right? Because if everyone explains here, then everyone is on the same page. Once everyone explains, this is the story, this is what I am, this is what happened, etc., then there's no room for like, what do you mean, misunderstanding? There's no misunderstanding. There must be, misunderstanding comes when you didn't talk about it ahead of time. It's a good lesson in life, right? You talk about it ahead of time and everything. You don't want to misunderstand this. That was true. Right, whenever we do things without, without clarifying, because it's too uncomfortable, we don't want to ask, da-da-da. okay, so then you end up with misunderstandings. If you have the uncomfortable conversations, you don't have misunderstandings. I'm serious, it's important, it's a, right, it's an important life lesson. It doesn't matter how old we are, we just, we, 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 we don't like to do it because it's uncomfortable to have these conversations, right? Hagiyares v'ashvuya v'ashivcha shenifdu v'shinizkairu v'shinishtacharu yiseros abano shalosham yavechad. What about a giyores and a shvuya and a shvuya, all these people, right? And the, and, the, and the girl who becomes converted, etc., older than three years in one day, ksuba sanmana. So all we had mentioned last time that they all get the, a full ksuba. Why? Because, the, because the, the conversion, all these things happened when they were less than three. Because we assume even if something had happened, that the psulim grew back. But for, this, but for these women, they, they, all these things happen after three years old. And the, and the presumption is that all these women... You know, what, once the person was, uh, was a non-Jew, etc., and who knows what was going on in their life beforehand, so then if it's after three years and one day, so then the ksubas and mana. Why? Because they have a stam chazaka that they don't have b'sulim. Ve'ein lahen tainas b'sulim. And there'll be no tainas b'sulim when it turns out that she didn't have uh, b'sulim. Of course she didn't. The all, you know, I converted when I was seven years old or ten years old or whatever, so there was, a, there was an assumption already that the b'sulim, that the b'sulim were gone. Fine. As opposed to under three, right? That's so it's under three is an assumption that, that even if something had happened, they would have grown back. Okay. Exactly. Good. Good. Okay. Okay, so that's the Gemara's Falas. Amri Vihuda Maraf. Katan Habaal Hagadola. We're going to go through each case now a little bit. Or, yeah. Katan Habaal Hagadola. So a Katan, again, the male, the boy is a, is a Katan, and the woman is a Gadola. Asa'a Mukas Eitz. So Vihuda Maraf says, not so fast. He doesn't do nothing, right? Rashi, I understand that the Tashmish is not a real Tashmish, right? Halachically. Right? He still physically, right? He still, they still physically had relations, right? They physically had relations. Something happens physiologically to her, right? Um, so that, so, so, uh, Shavuda Marav says, if, if a katan's Balagadola, he still makes her a Mukas 8. So look, and continue Rashi. Ula Rabbanan, the Pligi, a Mukas 8. 
Ksubasa Mana, right? And, uh, and he's talking about the, the Rabbanan who said that Vemukas Eitz is Ksubasa Mana, right? Vecheni and Kohen Gadol. And why, this, so it matters, first of all, according to the Rabbanan who said that Vemukas Eitz is only Ksubasa Mana. So he says, you know, that Akat and Balagadola, that's going to, that'll also be the case of, uh, of Mukas Eitz. And what's, what's another Nafkamina? Vecheni and Kohen Gadol. Desnan lo Yisa es Mukas Eitz. Hanam Yasirale, right? The Kohen Gadol is only allowed to marry a Basula. And a Kohen Gadol, the Gemara is going to say later, the Gemara says in Yavamos, that can only marry a, uh, a Basula. He also can't marry Mukas Eitz. So again, if, this, if, if you have a Machalokas, what the Katan Balagadola uh, uh, Bala is, is that considered nothing? Or is that considered Mukas Eitz? If it's considered Mukas Eitz, now a Kohen can't marry her. Okay, so that's, that's the sheet of Rav Yehuda Marav. So, Kiamrisa came to Shmuel. So then, when he, when he said this in front of Shmuel, Amar, ain't Mukas Eitz bebasa. He says, no, 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 no. Mukas Eitz does not happen with basically a human being. I mean, a human being cannot create the status of Mukas Eitz. Rashi, ain't Mukas Eitz bebasa Adam, vi beula lohavya Mukas Eitz namilesa. It's one or the other. Either, the, either it's considered Tashmish and she's a beula and she's considered not a, not a Basula at all, or she is. Um, 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 or she's, or she's not, or she's totally basula. This idea of mukas eitz happening through a human being—that's not possible. We don't. We, that's mukas eitz by definition is it happened through some type of accident that it has nothing to do with with relations. Okay. Meaning halachically or physically, and or for both. Right. right. At least halachically. Right. At least halachically. I can't tell you what they mean. <laughs> mukas eitz is a halachic term. It's a halachic term. They're not talking medicine, hmm. right? We're talking halachically. But doesn't so, something have to happen? I mean, she just falls. That does, does that make her a mukatsa? No, she has to. No, she has to. Not any time a woman falls down and make her mukatsa. It has to fall in a way that you know she got injured in that area, right? She gets injured. Something you know she she, she has some type of injury that causes the basulim to, to to get broken. It can happen. Right, so is that? But is there, does dam have to be like a? Proof okay, it's a good question. We have to like define mukatsa more. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's a good how, question. How is different mukhase. from what we said just above that that mukatsa is? So if Yudam Arab wants to say that cut to Nabal Gadola, right? So he, uh, he, um, we, we said it's not Tashmish at all. Fine. So the question is, does it give the status, though, of Mukas Eitz in the sense that he, he could technically break the Psulu? Mm-hmm. Right? It is possible. Right? He's, a, he's a kid. But it is, depends on the age of the cut on it, depends on how, 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 how grown he is, etc., obviously, in terms of the physiology. You know, you know, physiology. But the point is that he, he, it's possible that, that, that he could break the Psulu. It's possible. We don't know. Right? But it is possible. But the, the point is, the Gemara is assuming there's this, there's this like middle status. There's Basula, there's Baula, and there's the middle of something that's called Mukas Eitz. And the question is, is Mukas Eitz defined as anything that happens, something that happens to the Basulim other than Tashmish with the, the real Halachic Tashmish? Or does it mean, no, it only happens through some type of accident? Right? It has nothing to do with Tashmish. Mm-hmm. Right? That's sort of the question. Yeah. There is something physically is possible just like a cotton who's less than nine. Physically, maybe he's not capable of, of like, actually rupturing the basulim. It's like it's a hype, it's like a hype, it's partially. It's like partially. because it's no, right, the, the, right. The, this 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 the be of a of a cotton. Yeah. 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 Just yeah. just like right. This case is just like the same thing with the cotton where it's like some he's only he only does it partially. Right. Right. And by the way, you should, you should know the discussion in the post game. Yeah, certain women have to have the gynecological procedures where they, where the doctor will remove the basula. Right? That'll happen sometimes. And the question becomes, what's the status of a girl if she had she had some type of procedure like that and the basula were removed, right? The hymenal ring is is, is is removed for whatever reason. You know, what's the status when she gets married, 
right? And this is part of the question, right? Is that like, is that like Mukas Eitz? Is that like, right? Is she not a Basul anymore? She never had Tashmish, right? Like, what, how, how does that work? Um, and that's part of this, part of this conversation uh, that, that we're having right here. He says, even if there's some dumb, it's still possible, it's still, it's still there. And by the way, the idea of it still being there is even more correct in the sense that, well, I should say medically correct, you know, I was, I was, you know, I did a lot of chasanim. So, we, you know, so I, I one time was talking to a, a midwife who was helping me with a different shayla, and she, she's actually a bodeka. She, she's a woman who, who checks women to see if they have a, a wound internally, right? Some of the women are bleeding, not from damida, but from, from a damaka, and it has, a, you know, different uh, ramifications halakhically. So she said to me, she's like, by the way, she, and I don't know why she mentioned this to me, but it was actually helpful. She's like, just, you know, she said, people make this assumption that, that that the couples together the first time or second or first couple times and now the 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 basulim are are, are removed. She's like that's not what happens. <laughs> she says it actually gets stretched out, and that's the in, in, in physiologically it doesn't get removed. It just slowly gets stretched out to the point that that you don't notice it anymore and it doesn't bleed anymore. But it doesn't actually it doesn't actually leave. It doesn't actually go away. Um, so you know so this, so part of that's all this conversation is you know. You know, this, uh, you know, removal of the psalm, et cetera, it's not really necessarily that, but it's, to the extent that it no longer bleeds and no longer hurts, et cetera, whatever that is. But that might be relevant to part of this conversation also, right? No one's saying that you didn't have an impact in some way on the psalm. The question is, what's the thing having the impact? Is it the, is it the halachic, is it the halachic reality? Is it the halachic tashmish? Is it something more than that? Is it something less than that? So we're going to run out of time here in a minute. But so we'll stop here and we will uh, pick up.